I was born for his service He filled me with purpose Take your time while you worship him I'm unplugged from the matrix Believe without seeing I'm plugged into the faith trick The Daily Perspective Welcome to another episode of the Daily Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daily, and I am joined by my co-host, Dr. Terence Johnson. And uh, uh, it's, it's payback because Terence got his good shirt on today. <laughs> okay. I earned it. I earned it. Oh man! <laughs> uh, I was I was holding that in, waiting to say it. I was like, no, no, no. Let's let's sit on this. <laughs> okay, you know, it's equal opportunity. So I, I I get it. It's okay. Uh, oh I, I man! It. I yeah, it. no, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. How you doing, bro? I'm I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. You know what? This so this episode prep for this episode kind of it caught me it caught me off guard i was um i was i think it was this morning that it really hit me and i was like man what what am i going to talk about what what am i going to say uh, so I, I started looking um i started looking through the scriptures and i was just like no nah, I, I need to do a better job with my prep um, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was because um, it's not. It's not like it wasn't an interest. You know, an interesting topic to hit. It was. Mm-hmm. I think it was more. I, I wasn't sure what angle to come at it from. Yeah. So I was like, I was sitting back in the cup thinking about it, and I was like, okay, I, I'm sitting here way too long thinking. I, I'm. I'm I'm overthinking this. Yeah. You know, thinking yeah. back to the book. The book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm overthinking. I'm overcomplicating yeah. this. Let's yeah. just dive into it and see what happens. And, and then when I did that, uh, you know, I, got, I, hit, I hit my stride. But I was like, I, I'm, I'm not going to be sitting down here because I know Terrence ain't sitting down. <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't read it. I can't read it. I'm I'm like, Terrence got his gloves on. He's he, he, he ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm ready. So while you were talking about that, I, I was thinking kind of the same thing. And I, uh, well, not necessarily the same thing, but we think about, well, I guess we'll say the topic first and then we'll kind of go, go, back into it so yeah i'll let you finish with the introduction but then after that I, uh, I okay <laughs> so before we get into this then let's give a shout out to our uh listeners on anchor spotify apple music google podcast breaker pocket cast um bleak what was it bleacher ah man all of them all of them. All, yeah. all platforms. All platforms. All platforms. <laughs> We're there. <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, yeah. and uh, so big shout out to everyone listening on there. Everyone watching us on YouTube. Again, a big shout out to you. Uh, we appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. You know, you guys hit us up with some comments. Um, you know, we're, we're even open to you guys making suggestions about topics. Right. So, you know, we, we want this to be more interactive. We want you guys to engage with us. So please hit us up with some comments and questions, whatever you want. Um, and, you know, it's 
doesn't, you know, right now we've been talking about purpose, but right. we are we are planning to talk about so much more. So it doesn't matter what angle your question is from, if it's about living this Christian life in this modern world, especially with all the stuff that's going on. Because I, I know there are people out there that, um, you know, seeing, let's just take, let's take it back to episode two when we talked about Black Lives Matter. Seeing what is going on. I woke up and I saw another, another message um, about a dude that, that got killed in, was it at Atlanta this time? At the gas station trying to break up a, a domestic abuse situation. And um, the cops tasered him. And as his body convulsed to being tasered, they took that as a threat and shot, shot the guy multiple times. I'm like, this is crazy. So even as a Christian, there was a point I was talking to some of my friends and I was, and my, you know, my friend was like, oh, Trump gonna win. It's best that, it's best that Trump wins because if Trump wins, um, if Trump doesn't win, all the white supremacists are gonna go crazy and they're gonna attack all the black people. It's gonna be open season on black people. And I, I, Part of me was like, dying. for me, that's not a good enough excuse for Trump to win. And another part of me was like, it is what it is. What, if that's how it's gonna be, this ain't 1960, 1940, 1930, whatever. You come at us and we coming right back. <laughs> but that's not really the attitude that I want to have. Mm -hmm. So again, that's the human side of me. That is the um, that is the human nature standing up, saying, "I'm tired of being oppressed. I'm tired of seeing my people oppressed." But I guess leading into this week's topic, you know, this topic is is called um, battle ready, and that's what we we are we are in a battle on so many different fronts. Um, emotionally, spiritually, economically, mentally, whatever it is, there are so many battles that we are fighting. And how do you get yourself battle ready? How do you get yourself prepared to go into war all the time? Because real talk, every day is a battle. Every day is a struggle. I'm at war every day. Sometimes the war is within myself, trying to fight down the rage, the anger. Um, it's not just rage and anger, there's despair, there's anguish. There are a range of emotions that I battle with. Um, I've openly talked to, uh, to, to people about the fact that, you know, there have been times in my life where I've suffered um, and, you know, keeping it 100, I'm gonna keep it a buck with everyone. Mm -hmm. I, uh, even re even up to now, I still have episodes of anxiety. Even mm -hmm. up to now, I still have panic attacks about certain things. Mm -hmm. So I've, I have and I am dealing with issues of my own. So when these things come and when these things hit us, um, you realize that Every day in this life is a struggle. Every day in this life is a battle. Every day is a war. And you have to learn to become battle ready. And we're going to talk about why 
we're going to talk about some of these things because uh, yeah Terence I, I got my notes I got my notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so okay this is how I kind of start off with it and so this this is a real life uh, example from from the day and I'm going to connect the dots to the topic okay so uh, I talked before and we talked about before too kind of like walking exercise has been official to us and so about two hours, two two and a half hours before we came on today, I did my my walk, my daily walk, and so sometimes I walk just just by myself. Well, not by myself, but sometimes I just walk, and then sometimes I walk with my rucksack on. So I have like thirty five pound, forty pound, like rucksack on my back, and I walk yeah. from like two and a half to four miles. Well, today when I start walking, you know, every now and then you encounter some flies or something, they're kind of flying around and kind of making uncomfortable. But I don't know what it, I don't know if it was, it's breeding season or whatever, but it was like, I got to a point, <laughs> it was thousands of flies. I'm like, I'm like oh, I, nah, I, I can't do this today. I'm like, nah, nah, I, I can't do this today. I'm like, I go back to my car. I'm like, I got enough time. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, I got enough time. Maybe I go to another piece of the trail and then start from there where it's not as many flies or whatever. Now, like, nope, I don't have time to do that. And I had a jacket, you know, a zip up kind of Under Armour jacket with the hoodie on it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put this hoodie on. I had like a little skull cap. I like that to kind of keep yeah. the flies off of me. And I went back and I was like, I'm not going to be defeated by these flies today. I'm going to get my walk in. That's what I want to do. And that's yeah. what I do. <laughs> so, when I went back into it, because I had more protection, I felt more prepared to go forward. Before I was out there by myself, and then I was gonna stop if I didn't have anything else to protect me. Mm. So the same way I did that is the same way the you know when they say put on the, the whole armor of God. Yeah, that's what that is for. Is not necessarily meaning putting on something clothing wise, but it's actually leaning more into what God says about you, about situation and who he is that will give you protection. So then when you go into situation that seem like it's overwhelming, it's too much, then you step outside of trying to make it happen yourself, but you have something that protects you as you go through it. Mm. And so it's like when I walked through that, I was like, oh, okay, okay, this is how we're gonna start the conversation today. I'm like, because it because and this was so one of the things what I what I sent David, uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, this article I, I, I was reading about the battle, I mean the putting on the full armor guy, what it was talking about is a lot of people frame it wrong. They think they put on the whole armor guard, guard to fight the devil. And they were saying, no, that's not the take you should have. The standpoint is, as you get deeper and, and more connected to God, God becomes your protection in all these different areas. And so then as you right. build these things up, that's how you equip it. So a lot of us, and, and like I said, I've been guilty of it too. Sometimes you just don't feel like reading the Bible because you don't really understand the point. But 
if you think about it in the framework of the armor of God, each piece of the armor is things in God's word that you can equip yourself with. Right. So just like your thoughts, your heart, where you go direction wise, all these different things, the scriptures for that. And so as you equip your equip yourself with these scriptures, you equipping yourself to handle the day. Because what what the devil wants you to do is step into your day without any protection. Yeah. Because then he got he had so if you go into a prepare with the word of God, your prayer life then activates the armor that you have. I like so that. It, so if you if you do one but don't do the other, you still not fully putting on the armor because if you read and study enough, then the prayer is activating what you've been reading. Yeah. And so, like, if, you know, it's like uh, creating me a clean heart, well, then if you read that scripture and then you pray from that scripture, then you're asking God to then cleanse my heart because yeah. I read it. So I know there's something you do. There's something you can do. And now I'm asking you, I'm equipping that in me yeah, yeah. to go forward into the day. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stop there. I know you got some stuff. No, no, dude, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> so I'm getting excited. I'm just getting excited. I'm getting warmed up. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, I was going to say we should hit them up with the scripture that we're we coming from. So we're coming okay, from okay. Ephesians 6. Uh-huh. And uh, what is it? Is it from verse 14? Uh, let me see. I go back into the mess because I, 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 I'll tell you wrong if I don't see it. Uh, it is Ephesians 6, chapter 10 through the 24th verse. Oh, 10 to 24. So, um, so for me, for me, so as you were talking, it was... So I'm a big, big, big anime fan. I love uh, my anime. Yeah, um, I was actually watching anime before we got on this. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but um, in anime, you get these. Uh, usually, the characters will—they um, start off. You imagine just bare bones, no armor, nothing. They've just found out that they've got a power of some sort. Yeah, and as you as you go as they go on, they get themselves into these situations, and they're in a in the in the heat of a battle. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they discover this new piece or they remember the, this new thing. Mm -hmm. And by remembering it, suddenly they have the power to activate it. Mm -hmm. And then they power up and they're able to win that battle. So yeah. when you were talking about, you know, you read the scripture and then when you pray, you activate that. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's the anime going on right there. You got to activate, activate the powers. But so... The other funny thing is, I started off with a mindset, as you said, of everyone um, that everyone does, which is you putting on the armor of God to go and fight. Mm -hmm. Where I got to by the end of my my um, my notes and mm -hmm. and writing, and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read exactly what I wrote. So, okay. um, so I put, um, cause I tried, so for me, I related it. I was, once I got to the end, I wanted to connect it and relate it back to purpose. 
So, but my final, my final paragraph of my notes says, constantly fighting battles can leave you exhausted and distracted from your purpose. Sometimes the aim is not to kill you, but rather to keep you from fulfilling the dream. Being alert and on guard means that your defense is always active. You appear as a fortified city, always ready for battle, so enemies are fearful to attack. This allows you the opportunity and the space to chase your dreams and purpose. So by the end of it, I got to the point where I was thinking, actually, putting on the armor of God is not about... Um, it's not about being ready to fight. It's about showing people that, yo, I've been in the gym. <laughs> I've been in the spiritual gym and I, yeah. I'm, re I'm ready whenever. <laughs> so you could try if you want to try, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't recommend it because I stays ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to add to that. I'm going to add to what you just said. Okay. So there's the other piece to it. The armor is representative of who you you who you're connected to. So for police officers, they have a uniform. Yeah. Like firefighters, just like anybody else, have a uniform. Yeah. So the armor of God is our uniform showing that we're represent representative of God. Yeah. So it's something like you were saying, it's not something that I got to talk about. So if I'm a, you know, fine police officer, whatever, even if I don't have my uniform on, people would then, there is something about me that would come across like, hey, are you just like people that's preachers or whatever? They don't have to have a suit or a collar on. It's something about them yeah. that presents that. So if I had the full armor guide on, I don't have to say I have it on. People will it will radiate yeah, off of me. People will sense it. It will be a sign. And so there's an aura. Right. So then it's if I have the right perspective of God, I will want to put the armor that's that reflects him. Mm. But if I have the wrong perspective of God, I feel like I won't need the armor because I can protect myself. So if my if my perspective of God is that he's not my protector, he won't be my protector. You saying stuff, Terrence, say it again, say it again. <laughs> so if if I don't if I don't see God as my protector, he won't be my protector. And in every every phase of my life, if I feel like I'm battling with God then I won't feel the need to have the armor of God because then I don't want to reflect him. I want to reflect myself yeah. because I feel like maybe God will let me down or God has, you know, called things in my life that I didn't like to happen. Yeah. And so yeah. now if the, if the devil can shift my focus to then attacking God, then I will leave myself open to be, mm to be uh subjugated to anything that the devil can shoot at me yeah because i don't have any any protection because now i feel like i had to go it by myself and just like just like today 
I could have kept going into the flower, but eventually I was like, mm -mm, I was going to turn back around until I put something on mm -hmm. that made me feel protected enough to keep going through. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, li I like how you just, it's like you just alley-ooping me to, like straight up. So, <laughs> but, um, I started, so when I started, I, I wrote down all the different parts of the, um, the armor. Right, right, right. Weird thing is, I wrote them down, I believe I wrote them down in the order that they were mentioned. Mm -hmm. But that's not the order that, when I started to break them down, it, that wasn't the order that I was led to break them down in. Right. So I started with the breast, the body armor, the body armor of God's righteousness. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to connect some dots here. So, and hopefully it connects to what you were just saying. Mm -hmm. Well, and um, so the body armor, if you think, so what I did was I started to research the purpose of the various parts of Roman armor, because what we what is being described to us here is mm -hmm. Roman armor. So mm -hmm. the, the purpose of the body armor of the body armor was to protect the heart, the lungs, the vital organs. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So that's the that's the the essence of your life, the core. If any of those are damaged, your life is severely damaged. Your ability to do stuff is is severely damaged. Mm -hmm. So. God says, put on, the, the word says, put, put on God's righteousness as your body armor. So protect the vital parts of your life with righteousness. What is righteousness? Well, righteousness is to conduct yourself in a way that is, that is in, a, in line with the ex expectation of the person, of someone that you consider to be right and just. In our case, Jesus Christ. We consider Jesus Christ to be right and just. So for right. us to for for us, our view of righteousness is to conduct ourselves in the manner that Jesus would. So what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. That's us. Um, mm -hmm. But then you move on and it talks about the belt. Now the purpose of the belt and the armor was the belt was actually the foundational piece of the armor. The yep. belt was the part, not only did it guard the abdomen and the groin, mm -hmm. it also held up the, um, the body armor. So it kept, it kept your body armor in place. And you go, you know where I'm going with this. So posture, posture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it keeps your body armor in place. So it keeps uh -huh. the belt of truth, keeps your righteousness in place. The, mm -hmm. the belt was also where the where your weapon was holstered so your sword was holstered in your in your um in your belt again mm -hmm. so your sword of the spirit is holstered in truth in the belt of truth so okay hold, hold on say that again say that again i knew you were gonna get it <laughs> so, say that again say that again <laughs> the, the belt of truth mm -hmm. holds up the breastplate of, or the body armor of righteousness. Mm -hmm. It holsters the sword of the spirit. Mm -hmm. So our righteousness must be held up 
by truth. Mm -hmm. Our use of the sword must be holstered and held in truth. So everything we do, because if, and this is where, where I connected back to what you said, mm-hmm. if we didn't have the belt plate, the belt of truth, if we didn't have that belt of truth, then our righteousness comes from ourselves. Yep. Our righteousness is of our own doing and it becomes self-righteousness. And what did we talk about last week? Mm-hmm. You can't forgive yourself. You can't make yourself righteous. Your righteousness comes from God. Yep. Because there is nothing we can do, say, to earn righteousness. Uh, we are seen as righteous because God sees us through the lens of Jesus Christ. It is a grace-given thing. We can't mm-hmm. earn it. So, mm-hmm. you know, just putting the pieces together. I, I'm going to stop right there. Cause I know you got something to say about that, but you keep, you keep, you keep feeding me the ball. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I was, when you say it, you know, the, the belt, the truth, it, it, it kind of, it gives support to the righteousness. That was the thing that I, I that's the major point about righteousness. We don't give ourselves righteousness. God gives it to us. Yeah. So then if you look back and kind of take a wide view of everything, everything about the armor of God is about get, you're relinquishing your own uh, will. Because mm. if you're putting on the armor of God, you're saying that then I'm not what God wants me to do. I can't do in my own strength. So I need him to cover me fully from head to toe to walk into these things because if I try and do them in my own might, I will get defeated every yeah. time. Yeah. And that's what we, if we just look back at our life and I like say, I know I, I'm a witness to it. Every time I've stepped into something like I got it, it never works because yeah. that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to choose him, but yeah. it's a choice. Because he will allow us to go to the battlefield by ourselves if we choose to do so. Mm. But he's like, I can help you. I got what you need if you will equip yourself with what um what I've already left you for. Yeah. Left you with. So yeah. like it's almost like you got an open book test and you don't even get the book. Like Literally, yeah. that's you walk in there and you just leave the book closed, right? And he's like, I'm I left you with instructions. <laughs> if you read <laughs> it, you can apply it to your life. I, I can help you, yeah, I can equip you with it. And so, okay, so you said, you know, you made the point about righteousness. So, when I was going through, and I kind of did the same thing you did, but something else hopped out to me that I never thought about. So, you know, talk about the helmet, yeah. Is connected to salvation. Yeah. So, you know, and screw you know, salvation is free, right? Well, if my mindset is not right, I won't think that it is. And I think that I had to pay for salvation because yeah. in my mind, I'm making it happen. So, like, oh, well, how much they cost? Let me let me do that. Let me figure that out. I can 
But when you got God's mindset, then you know that it's free and it comes from him. So that's why you had to put the helmet on because it blocks those thoughts that are not of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that because I wrote, so I wrote um, the helmet is designed to protect the head from injury. Salvation guards your mind. Our bat, our battles are played out in our minds. So God in our mind with salvation helps us to keep our head in the game and in the battle. Yeah, and um, yeah. And it, it, what I was thinking there was about those external thoughts that come in. Yep. Um, usually the things that kill your faith, yep. same things that kill your dream. Yep. Overthinking, mm-hmm. doubt, mm-hmm. Um, fear. Mm-hmm. These are all things that, that are external to you. Yep. The fear, we think that our fear is our own. But our fear isn't our own. Our fear is something that has been projected to us. Because if you think about children, when, when children are born, they are born with no fear. Yep. And um, that's why they do crazy things. Like they run to the stairs with just full speed ahead because there is no fear in them. But we were mm-hmm. all like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's, it's why I'm always so fascinated when the bible talks about have childlike faith or you know someone unless someone is as these children are they Mm. cannot inherit the the kingdom of god god talks about he uses jesus talks about children in a way to connect us back to say look until you can eliminate that fear from your life until you, you learn to trust wholly as a child does, until you learn to believe um, in the same way that children believe in fairy tales and they believe that anything is possible, they, they truly are. They are the epitome of dreamers. Mm-hmm. They deal with every situation with a dream. If a child is going through something traumatic, They create an imaginary world to exist in, to to shelter themselves from the pain. So Mm -hmm. they are the epitome of dreamers, but our faith needs to be the same way as a child's imagination is. We've got to believe to truly, truly live the way that we're supposed to, to realize and see the things that we're supposed to see we need to have that level of imagination that we had as children. Mm -hmm. That that thing that the external factors have come from sort of washed away, they've wiped them all away. We need Mm -hmm. to try and get that back because that's where it's all going to start. You get that from digging yourself into those scriptures Mm -hmm. that, and I think, and it's just, it's kind of hitting me now, but, I'm starting to think maybe that is why the Bible is written with so many stories um, and so many accounts of what people did because Mm -hmm. God wants us to remember that nothing is impossible. I've left you accounts of all the crazy things, the supernatural things that I did, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. The word says that we are able to do more than they did in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. 
and they did some crazy stuff in the Old Testament. So maybe God is just saying to us, look, I've given you all the stories so that you can imagine and you can have faith to believe that the impossible is possible. There is nothing impossible for me. And once you do that, guard your head with salvation so you don't forget these stories and these things and these historical accounts that I've given you so that in the, when you need them, you can draw on them and you can activate them and you can make the impossible possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You Okay. So, <laughs> so while you were talking, I wrote down something. So, and I was thinking about that. You went, you went down the path that I was thinking about as far as like childlike faith, but all like, the picture, the visual that I got was kind of like a child holding his parents' hand. Like, so yeah. we've seen so many of those images. But the other piece to it is not just the connection that children have to their parents, but it's the reverence of their parents. And so I think that's the other piece of having childlike faith is having the reverence of God, mm. and reverence of what he is trying to instruct us on we take it to heart but we also too know where the boundary is between us and god just like as children when they're younger they see the boundaries more of you know parent and child as they get older it's like mm, i'm i'm about as tall as you now like i'm okay yeah. <laughs> it's not that it's not that fear it's not yeah. that fear as, as, as you grow older you don't have that fear of your parents like you did when you were smaller and and that happens with us too as christians like as we get older you know we don't fear god like that i have a healthy fear and it's not a fear of what he will do i think the fear that we have to have is our fear of not being connected to god yeah yeah because i'm afraid if i'm not connected to god or i can't hear what god is telling me to do then i'll be lost and i'll be out here on the battlefield by myself yeah. So that's the fear that I need to have of God is the fear of not not keeping that relationship strong. And that's on my end, not with God, because God is going to be where he always mm-hmm. is. It's me. I'm as far or as, as, as near to God as I, I choose to be. Yeah. That's my choice. So I have to then understand the honor of it. And then going back to the, the armor, I have the honor that I have the privilege of having this um, armor on because, you know, that's a prestigious thing too, you know, yeah. for like in the Roman armor, you just like in the military or whatever, the more, you know, medals, adornments or whatever you have on your armor, it means you have a certain ranking too, a certain relationship. Yeah. And you understand your purpose too. So everybody... You know, armor might look a little different, but it all depends on what they're, they're equipped to go to where they're going. So yeah. if I'm on a special mission for God, he has to equip me differently. So my armor can't look like your armor because we're going in two different places. Yeah. But if I equip myself with the word and I pray on the things that I'm equipping myself with, it activates me and prepares. So it's a preparation instead of reaction. I don't wait mm-hmm. until the battle comes to me. 
I'm I'm continuously preparing myself. So as things come, I don't even they don't even hit me the same way because I've built up a healthy resistance to the things in my day to day life. Right. Because I know exactly what God says about my thoughts and my heart and like what grounds me and where my feet go and all these different things. So he's giving me all these things. Like if you apply this, it's easier to walk. If you apply this, it's easier to settle your mind. So like now you understand it's like, oh man, I kind of got like, I got a a buffet of, of, of scripture that I was like, okay, yeah. All right, today I, I want I want to focus on my mind, so I need these scriptures here. Uh, I'm looking for some kind of direction. I'm in a you know new phase in life, so I need to understand what God gonna take me. So I need these verses right here, and so that's how you then get full too. And like you were saying uh, earlier about not having the energy, you've been fighting out of your own energy, and God has given you what to fight with. Yeah. But it's not you fighting it. It's you allowing God to fight your battles for you through what he already has told you. Uh, you, you just set me up again. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, man. So, um, so I, 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 I was – my next place I went to was um, the Shoes of Peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, – it says, uh, so when I first read it, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, we're called to walk in peace. This is just so that, you know, our hearts are stilled and we have that, um, we have that stillness in us. And then I was like, mm, but then it, I read it again and it was like, it says the peace that comes from the word of, um, from the good news. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, so. Why, why did it, um, uh, why did it mention the word of God? So, um, the, the good news, it's not throwaway. So there's, there's this thing and I was, I, I blacked, I blanked out for a second there cause I was trying to, trying to remember what it was, what the technique is called, um, yeah. I didn't go to seminary. I bought the books, but I never went. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, so in um, uh, exegesis, uh-huh. so when you do an exegesis, it, it, there was a point, I think, from remembering it, right? It talks about things are not mentioned just for the sake of mentioning them. So yeah. you, you have to learn to, to recognize that um, when it says, the peace that comes from the important part is the that comes from. So mm-hmm. it was, it's calling out. It wants you the bit it wants you to focus on is that comes from the good news. So I, I thought, okay, so why is it that the, why is it the good news brings us peace? Um, but um, it, I started to think about how, the scriptures tell us that the battle is not ours, but the Lord's. It, Jesus says the battle is mine. Mm-hmm. So when we're walking out into the battlefield, we can have peace 
because we we know we ain't swinging a sword at all right we we don't have to swing nothing mm-hmm. we just we we show ponies <laughs> we're just out there there's not going to be no scratch on our armor because we we're really not there to fight we're just we're just, we're just there we're just jesus's hype man so, so like, oh, go Jesus! You got it! You got it. Get him! Get him. <laughs> so we we're just we're just there to make noise. We're we're the, yeah. we're the cheerleaders. Uh, so we're walking out there. The battle is not ours. But the only way that we know the battle is not ours is by reading the good news and understanding yep. the good news, understanding what Jesus says. He, he said that he came so that we can be free. He mm-hmm. said that he came to steal us out of um, the clutches of death. Mm-hmm. He came that we may have everlasting life. We, he came that we may have life and have life more abundantly. Mm-hmm. Everything he said was to give us this peace this piece that says, don't worry about nothing. I got you. Mm-hmm. I will be the one that will fight every battle. I will be the one that will fight every war. And guess what? The victory is already assured. Why? Because I am God. I am life. I am love. I am the beginning and the end. There is nothing mm-hmm. that I've already, I've already defeated death. So he's like, bring it on. Who's next? Who got next? <laughs> he's like, Jesus, Jesus has basically taken, he's, he's dealt with it all. So we're walking, into, we're walking into a battlefield knowing that we're already raising the victory flag. Mm-hmm. So we should be peaceful. We should have, we should have that level of rest. And then... Um, I started to look, the, the next step I went to was, was the shield mm-hmm. because I was like, okay, so when we're out there, we got the shield, the shield of faith. Yep. Now, um, you can either have a big shield yep. because you've got big faith mm-hmm. or you can have a small shield. Now, a small shield is still, still effective because God says that with faith, as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Right. Uh, you've got big faith. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're moving a few mountains here. So I, I kind of likened it to, um, again, anime. Anime come in, come, comes back into it for me. But yeah, yeah. if someone that's only got a little grip of their power and a little, a little faith in their power, what they can conjure up is just is quite small. So they can only conjure up a small defense and it's only got limited power because they don't believe in the true power. But then someone, as, as their faith grows and as that power level goes up, that shield gets bigger and not only can it protect them, but that shield can protect more and more and more and more of their, com- um, of their team and their comrades and their, their, the people that are fighting with them. So... Mm-hmm. As we grow in faith, we can either have a big shield or a little shield. Mm. Now, a shield can defend you from close range or long range attacks, depending on how you use it. Meaning our shield is flexible. It's adaptable to everything. Why is our shield adaptable? Because our faith is adaptable. 
of faith means that God, I'm believing you for the small things, but God, I'm also believing you for the big things. I'm believing you for the things that are in the here and now, but I'm also believing in you for the things that are in the future. And then not only is our shield a defense mechanism, a shield can also be used for an offensive attack. So you can use that to parry a blow and then use it to make a strike. So Mm -hmm. not only do we then use that belief in God as a shield and that faith to defend ourselves, we then we can quickly turn that faith around on the battlefield to say, and because of the promises of God, I strike you down. And because of the promises of God, I know that this is the thing. So you were then you've defended yourself and then you go Mm -hmm. straight back on the offensive because you've got the scriptures, you've got the words and you've got everything you need to take it to that next level. I can see you ready to go. Go. <laughs> nah, you, you look, look, you, you preaching, you preaching and look, I, look, I, 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 your cash, we need to put your cash up information on it because you, look, you on, you on fire today now. You, you on fire today. <laughs> you going to I just would let you go. I just go, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I was a man into that. Uh, but, oh, man. <laughs> but I, I like I like the whole shield metaphor. I can see that while you were talking about it. And um, the thing about the shield, like you were saying, the bigger your shield is, is the more things you can ward off too. So if somebody's shooting something directly at you, like arrows or darts, anything like that, your shield protects you from that. If yeah. you have a small shield, you will have some protection, but then you will have to continuously move around because stuff could still hit you in different places yeah. that doesn't that your shield doesn't cover. Um, but the other thing I was thinking about when you're talking about peace, and it's something I said on the on the live yesterday, but I'm gonna put it in a different context today. So God can give you peace in life, or you can have a peace of life. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) So, God can give you peace in life or you can have a peace of life. life. So, so you're making making me something when you say rest. So, this is another thing. So, you know, it says that, you know, we can rest in God. But then, you know, God works. So when we when we need rest, our rest doesn't come from just our sleep, but Mm. our rest comes from our security in who God is for us. So then I can rest and have peace when I know God is my protector and my provider and my healing, whatever. So I can rest in that. But also when he's called me to do something. I know that he's working through me. So whatever he calls me to do, he will work through me to do. Yeah. So then I don't have to look at it. Lord, how am I going to do this? You can tell me to do this. I, I don't I don't know. I ain't got the money for this. I, I don't have the education for this. I, I live in an area where these people that you want me to help, they not here. So how am I going to do this? And he's like, you just, you got me. Oh, yeah. You got me. You got all you need, but we don't see it like that because we see ourselves differently in context to God. So we think God is just this 
he in the cloud and then we pray to him every now and then and then you know stuff happened on the earth and like oh okay that's that's a god thing that happened or a miracle happened so like okay that's what god did but god is in our day walk god is everything uh that we connected to if we understand it and so then when we get the understanding of if i rest more in god <laughs> it just came to us obviously it's just like it just say, came to me. so so if i rest in god he invests in me so the more i rest then i get more of the investment because now i'm stopping long enough for him to pour back into me yeah so, it, yeah so, so yeah so if i'm the vessel he has to then pour into me so i can go out and do what he wants me to do yeah but I, but i can't be he can't feel me if i don't have the rest just like okay so just like if you go on a trip you got rest areas every couple hours you got a place where you can stop and rest get you something to eat it might be a gas station around or whatever. You can refuel and get back on your path. The same thing we got here. Like, I give you rest. And you say, you know, he give us rest from our enemies and stuff like that. Because he knows it's still a battle. Now, even though he's the one that's going to fight it for it, it's still a battle. It's still stuff yeah. going on. And it's still stuff that our attention can go to. And we can get scared. We'll drop our, our, our shield. Or we'll, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. And he like I I I know it's a lot of stuff going on. Focus on oh okay. So this is this is another part. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. I know you better go. But I just led myself into another point. No, go on, go on, go on. So so this the this the other thing that I was thinking about. So we lose when we when we're in the battle, looking at looking eye to eye. To whatever the enemy is the only way we win is to not look at the battle but look at god yeah if we continue to look up we won't have to worry about what's going on in the battle because he gonna handle that but the more we look at what's going on around us and we try and oh so let me oh let me, and he like don't do that <laughs> you look up here yeah. You look here. Don't worry about what's going on around you, cause I got this. I got that part. I want you to understand where the help is coming from, and then you can walk through the battlefield. Just, just I, I, like, no, I, I got, so, so when you, when you, when you, the visual you got, you're conjuring up for me. So Jesus is out there on the front lines mowing the enemy down right we at the back and because not everybody around us is Mm -hmm. built up the way that we may be built up Mm -hmm. so our focus has to be on maintaining the shield that we've created Mm -hmm. so we can't be looking into the war into the battle we've got to focus our concentration on maintaining that shield Mm-hmm. So we can't allow the distractions to come. So we've got to look at the source of our strength. Yep. Where we are renewed from to maintain mm-hmm. the shield that's protecting not just us, 
but those who can't protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Because our covering is not just for us. Our covering is, um, and it's funny, I'm jumping ahead, but um, I, got, I got these points later on, but verse 18, where it says, pray in the spirit mm-hmm. at all times. And I'm going to come back to this scripture when I talk about the sword, but it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion, stay alert and be persistent in, the, in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So that's what I'm saying, that it's not about us. We are praying for the rest of the squad. We are praying and protecting and lifting up that shield to protect mm-hmm. the rest of the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so man, there was... <laughs> There were so many visuals that you were, yeah. you were just creating. The whole yeah. resting thing, uh-huh. again, in, um, I don't know, it's like, what is it? It's, um, I think it was in Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when Goku used to get really worn down, yeah. everyone would then just like give, give him their energy. Uh-huh. And everyone would then pass their key over to, to Goku. And yeah. that was the kind of image that was coming to me that like Goku had to be still though. He could, there was a point where he was battered and bruised and he'd be like, ah, oh, I'm done. And then yeah. all of a sudden he's still. So everyone's like, okay, now give him, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you some of my energy because you are the one that can, you're the one that can do this. Yeah. And, it's, and that was the imagery that I got that God was looking at us like, I need you to be still because I need to recharge you. I need to heal your wounds. I need Mm -hmm. to strengthen you so you can go back on and keep fighting and, Mm -hmm. and, and go five, six, seven, eight more rounds, as many rounds as you need to. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing that came to me was when you were talking about keeping our eyes on, on God and not, Mm -hmm on the mm. battle and not eye to mm. eye with the enemy. Mm. The battle will be over faster yep. if we keep our eyes on God. Mm-hmm. Because we aren't distracted and we are not interfering. Mm. So if we keep our eyes on God, Jesus can do what he needs to do. It's not like Jesus needs us to defend him. He's, his power level is beyond what we can right. even imagine or, or, or think. Uh, so he doesn't, he's not worried about any enemy that's coming to him. He can take them yeah. all down. Mm-hmm. But if we aren't focused on what we're doing, then he's worried about us. Meaning the battle's going to take longer because he has to keep falling back to make sure that oh man, so-and-so's not looking up. There's a weakness in the shield right there. I've got to protect mm-hmm. that spot. Mm-hmm. So I can't take out all these enemies. I'm going to come back and protect that spot. Okay, he's mm-hmm. got his concentration back. I'll go back into battle. So if we keep our focus and keep, keep the shield up, the mm-hmm. battle will be over quick because Jesus will take care of the rest. So that was the, that was the other imagery I got. But um, I saw, so the, the, the bit that I looked at, um, and you've mentioned this, but the yeah. sword—the sword is the weapon of attack. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's funny. The, the, it says, so I put down the sword is a formidable weapon capable of inflicting severe damage. And it's, and that is true for the Holy Spirit. You know, the, the, um, when Jesus, when Jesus was going, he said, um, the one that God is going to send in my place, the advocate, the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact, exact words, but, um, he said, God, God said he was going to leave the, he was going to give us the spirit. And it's, oh yeah, that's it. He said, the spirit will teach you everything and bring, um, and bring everything to your remembrance, everything that I've taught you to your remembrance. Uh-huh. So the Bible then also says that the, the word, so um, the, the spirit will bring the word of God to us. Now the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two edged blade, uh-huh. able to cut between spirit and soul. Mm-hmm. So when we are in the midst of battle, yep. we have the spirit giving us the word. So every time those, that word, every time we remember that scripture, yep. our weapon gets a power up. The blade gets bigger. You get, you get you get this big flame around your blade, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. So, so every so for me, and, and I actually wrote that down that you know our weapons are spiritual because they, right. just like you said, we too we're too busy looking at the physical. We're looking at the world around us, but that's not where our battle is fought. Right. If we, it's a bit like um, I'm not sure if you've ever seen it, but. Um, there is an anime called Bleach. And in, I heard of it. I heard of it. So in Bleach, basically, there's, um, there's this young guy. And, and the, battle, the battles are all spiritual battles. So in order for him to partake in the battle, his spiritual form has to be pushed out of his physical form. And then he can get involved in the, in the spiritual battle, taking down the demons. That's the same way for us. The spiritual, it's our spiritual side that is at war and that is fighting. So it's not about building up our physical strength. Uh So when the enemy looks at us, they may look at us and see, oh, look at him, man. He's about 150 pounds. I'll take take him out. (laughs) Uh, um, But when you step into the battlefield, if you've been training right, they see your spiritual form and your spiritual form is a giant. It's a giant with weapons that look like they could take out whole countries Mm -hmm. because that is what we are capable of in the spirit. Our weapons are spiritual weapons. Um, So the more that we pray, the more that we stay in the spirit, the more that we pray in the spirit, the more we stay yep. in the word, uh-huh. we build bigger weapons. We sharpen our sword. We sharpen and power up our sword. So, uh-huh. yeah, that, that, that was where, this, where it was going for me with, uh, with the spiritual weapons <laughs> and the sword of the spirit. I just can see, I can see the sword on fire. Like, yeah, I I, that, that was cool. That was, <laughs> that was cool. 
Oh, one thing I man, you said so much stuff. So I, this is one point <laughs> I was I was thinking about when you were talking, like God doesn't need our help, and I wrote down that God doesn't need a referee. Mm. And I think that's what we want to do. It's like, oh, God, you you see that? God, uh, you see that? That was a foul. God, you you see that? They they want that, that was outside. God, you you see? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna play like, look. Look now, I, I got it. Look now, go go on, yeah, go on back over there where you're supposed to be. I, I got it, dude. But I think the other piece too that I was I was thinking about is, well, what if? And, it, and this is something I had thought about even before we started talking. Uh, and I'm gonna bring it up because I know most people uh, know the reference. So in the color purple. You know, when she was in the field, she said, all my life I had to fight. I had to fight my brothers and my all that kind of stuff. So if you're a person that's so used to fighting, it's a a hard transition to go from fighter to somebody then that has to rely on someone else to fight for. Yeah. And I think for some people, that might be where they are is well, I know the word, and I got it. I, you know, I'm I'm fight out. I, I cast demons out. And I can do all all this kind of stuff. I do all that, but that's how you get so overextended because you're trying to make all this stuff happen on yeah. your own. And if you allow God, and, and like we've been saying, to equip you, you won't have to fight the way you've been accustomed to fighting you will be always ready because you're preparing yourself each day and you're powering up. So then when the major battles do come, then you'll go through them and people will see like, how did you, how did you make it through that? How did you, you manage that with so much stuff going on and all yeah. that? And so that's how you become more of a walking testimony or just like the saying is sometimes you're the only Bible somebody will see. So if I'm walking right, then I embody what the Bible is saying. So even if somebody else hadn't picked it up, something about the way I walk or talk or react to people, something would draw people in to be like, what's something different about you? What, where did that come from? (laughs) Like you don't, you know, handle the situation like other people handle them and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, where did that come from? And then that's more of an invitation because, you know, just you know, it's a, a old song, you know, like soldier in the army of the Lord. Yeah. Well, if we're soldiers in the army, the army has, you know, members. So it's more than just us. So we all have to be in sync and in line because like you were saying we had to cover not only ourselves but those that are with us and so if we're all marching and we all following god then we need to know that hey some go down i can i can rely on you right <laughs> like you you got you got me right look when yeah it, when it starts when, when it's when it go down now i don't need you to start running now you can be with me now <laughs> <laughs> Look now, <laughs> y'all can't leave me now. <laughs> Don't do that now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's what it is. But also, when when you were talking about the sword, I was thinking about iron sharpens iron. Mm. Boys, that's how we build each other up. 
yes. by going back and forth and then strengthening our own faith by being around people that faith challenges us, but it also gives us different perspectives. So then it's like, oh man, I didn't think about that. Okay, that's a way for me to power up, you know, yeah. my arm. And We're back sparring and with live weapons. Right, right. And that's how you get better because you need somebody that's like, okay, I know you then went through some stuff. You went through some battles before. So you're not just telling me some out of the blue. You got real time experience. And I think that's the thing. People try and shy away from their battles, but, but their battles are always to give insight to other people. Yeah. They're about to get on the battlefield or believe they want to be on the battlefield uh, and they don't understand that that's a daily that's a daily dying to yourself. Yeah. If you really want to be a, a in in the army of God. If you want to be on the front line. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a yeah. it's a Real talk. daily death. Yeah, it's a Real daily talk. death. So you said something before when you you know you said when the major when the major battles come. Yeah. And it's funny because going back to verse 18 where um says you know pray in the spirit at all times and occasions stay mm -hmm. alert i took that as it means our battle is ongoing yep we don't know when the attack is going to come it's ongoing and like all wars there are periods or places where the fighting is more fierce or less fierce. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of took it on from, from where, what you said before, where there are people that say, oh, but I know the scriptures, I know the word, I'm, I, mm -hmm. I, I've, been, I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. But like in all wars, when the fighting dies down in your zone and yep. it's fierce somewhere else, that is your period to recuperate and rest before the battle comes back to where you are mm -hmm. and becomes fierce again. So you don't need to always be running to go into the next battle because God knows what he's doing when he, when he wipes out the enemies in your space. He's allowing you, like we said, he's allowing you that space to recuperate and rest because without that recuperation and rest, you cannot fight. You are not on top form. You are constantly in need of healing. Mm -hmm. A soldier that's constantly in need of healing is a soldier that's not on the front line. You can't be in the infirmary room and on the front line at the same time. So you've got to take your rest, retreat, and recuperate, and then allow God, when the fighting is fierce again, to put you back out. But guess what? Next time you go back out, you've had time to regain your strength and also to surpass your limits. Because whilst you were resting, God was renewing your strength and he was pouring more capacity in you to do beyond what you believed that you can do. So it's important that people, people, I think we have this tendency as people to believe that we do not slowing down or resting is a sign of weakness. Yeah. 
it's not a sign of weakness. It is you need to rest in order to rebuild your strength. Mm-hmm. So it's that's it's the same way like when you go to the gym, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yep. You know, you destroy the muscles or you break the bonds, the, the, the peptide bonds in the muscles and, and, and then you need to rest and recuperate so that the muscles can rejoin and strengthen themselves and said, oh, he ain't going to do that to us again. We ready for him this time. And then you go back in the gym and you do it again. And then it's that, it's that same process. We are building spiritual muscles so in war, they will be broken. They will be broken down. Then we need to retreat, recuperate, let those bonds heal. And then we go back and guess what? We can lift more. We can push more. We can fight more. But again, the process will continue to repeat. And it's a never ending process. It yeah. will not end until the day the Lord returns. <sighs> yeah. So... <laughs> I was, I was thinking, I was thinking about this movie, uh, and I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but it made me think about what you were saying. It's called Hacksaw Ridge, and it's about a guy. I can't remember if it was World War Two or Vietnam. It's one of the wars. Yeah. Uh, but he, you know, he was a Christian, and because of how he grew up, um, I think. Like his his father and uncle almost got into uh, altercation. Well, they got into altercation and they almost killed one another. Whatever he saw that as a young child, and he was like, "I never want to use a gun or to carry a weapon." So he ended up going into the military because he wanted to be a service to the country. But he made it clear that because of his spiritual beliefs, he didn't want to carry a gun. He wanted to. He was a medic. So he was a he was a nurse. So he was the one that went in to help the soldiers yeah. once they were injured. And he went through a lot of trials because they didn't understand it. And they thought because he didn't pick up a carrier weapon that he was he then couldn't be counted on in the times of battle. Yeah. And so they tried to kick him out. Well, they tried to get him to quit. Then they tried to kind of fabricate stuff to kick him out. Then he had got married. They wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him get married. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't let him like go to the wedding. It was like all kind of stuff that they did to him to kind of break his will. But he stood firm in his faith and what he believed in. And then when it came time for the major battle, he was the one that single-handedly saved about. 80 to 90 soldiers that had been shot or injured by pulling them off the battlefield and getting them treated. And he was the very, and so then he, once they, once they, he kind of made a name for himself, but he, he, he didn't want to, you know, go into battle on the Sabbath day, but the, the last major battle was on the Sabbath day. And he was like, look, before I can go, I got to pray. And then they were looking at like, why y'all haven't went in the belly? They're like, he need to pray. Uh, look, we just gonna let him do what he needs to do. <laughs> he need to pray. We go. We gonna let him pray. And it, he became a hero because he did his job, but he did it based on his faith and his beliefs. Yeah. So the very person that they thought was weak or lesser than because he might not have been the strongest or whatever like that, his heart was the one that shielded everybody else yeah 
And so I think it's important too, when you think about the battlefield, everybody has a role to play that can then cover the people that's with them. But we shouldn't downplay somebody's gifts because their spiritual gifts might not be the same as ours. Yeah. Because, you know, some people's gifts are more visible, but some people's gifts are not. And they're more one-on-one, but that doesn't mean that they're not, God hasn't equipped them for the battle that comes their way. And I think that's important too, because if we can start to compare our gifts with other gifts, the gifts of other people, and feeling like, oh, they are better soldiers than, than we are because of the tools that they have. So, I don't know. But it's a good movie, too. Um, yeah, I've heard of the movie. I, I've actually never seen it. So, I'm definitely going to check that out. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, what, the, the points that you were making, the things that you were saying, real, that's... I've seen it. I think I, yeah. I've seen... I've seen people looking, so I'll take it back. Personal experience again. When I used to, when I used to be in the Christian music scene, mm-hmm. and when I used to rap, when I was on stage, people would be like, "Oh man, I wish, I wish I could do what you do. Oh, I wish I could be um, in the music ministry. I wish I could." And then, um, or you'd hear. And even me, as a, when I was in, a performer, rapper, whatever you want to call me, I would look at, I would look at the person preaching and being like, "Man, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to do what you do." Yeah. Um, and or sometimes I would look at the the keyboard player or the guitarist, and I'd be like, "I really wish I could get my music, my instrument playing skills." to where you are, they would look at me and say, I want to do what you do. But the fact of the matter is, God gave us all complementary gifts. Yeah. No gift is, is powerful enough on its own. I could be the greatest rapper, singer, whatever, but I need the musicians to elevate my gift. Vice versa, they could play the best instruments, but they need the singer to elevate their gift. The singer could be the greatest singer, but they need a songwriter to elevate their gift. Everyone's gift complements each other. And that's that's why the Bible says he gave to, to the different parts of the body, he gave different gifts. He can't give us all the same gifts. Yeah. It's just like, oh, we're going to walk into war and everyone's got, so every, everyone's got a, a Glock. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're all going to get taken out quite easily then because they know how we come in. Yeah. You know, but he gives us different gifts and so we're all equipped differently so that in the heat of battle, we have those who have the gift of healing and they heal the people who are wounded and yep. we have the people who are the intercessors and they mm-hmm. are the ones at the front line taking the big shots and the big artillery to, to, you know, 
to ward off the enemy. Mm -hmm. We all have our different parts to play in this in in the battle. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that 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 was that was a good visual. Uh, and it's and it could be easy to kind of get lost in the comparisons because yeah. it's one thing, and I think it's just the culture of kind of our life is is always comparing like what we drive with somebody else's, what we live with somebody else's, uh, how much money we have with somebody else's. And so then it's easy to take those that same kind of mentality into a spiritual realm and say, like, oh, I can pray like them. Oh, they sing, look at that. They make people fall out every Sunday. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> lay it out. Lay it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he preached the, well, he preached the doors off the church. He, oh, he can preach. And so, you know, we get like that. We get in the comparison. And, and like you were saying, too, people will come up to you and people came up to me like, oh man, like I wish I could do this. And, and or people come to me like, man, you know, man, I want to be just like you. I said, mm -mm. I said, no, you don't. I said, you don't want that. I said, you, you don't want yeah. that for your life now. You don't yeah. want that. Uh, just be the best you you can be. Don't, you don't want these shoes that I got. You, you don't want these. You, you don't want these. Cause some days I don't want them. So uh, you don't want right. them. Right. <laughs> right. But, but isn't that how it is though? Because yeah, People don't see, they only see the victories. Yep. No one sees the L's that you take. Right. And in this life, in this battle, you take so many L's. Yep. Because the typical, we're human. And what we do is sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and we run out into, into the battle without the armor on. We run out ill-prepared for the battle at hand and we take arrows and we're, we sometimes we are almost mortally wounded yep. and but people don't see that mm -hmm. they only see the victories they only see the trophies they only see the accolades the praise the reverence but and that, that was the same with jesus no one saw when he was in the garden of Gethsemane praying so hard that his sweat became blood. Mm -hmm. That's a different type of prayer, bro. <laughs> that's the, that's the real. That's the real. Yeah. Yeah. I, look, I have never prayed like that before in my life. I, I, I don't know you know what I'm saying? Is. I'm like, I, I don't even know what that type of prayer is like. So I don't know. But people don't see that and people don't even talk about that. Right. It's very rare that you hear anyone preach about what Jesus went through to fulfill his purpose. And, you know, we talked about the pain, the pain of purpose, but mm -hmm. no one talks about the, the, the blood that is shed to get to your purpose because Jesus shed blood multiple times. He shed blood when he prayed. Um, he got his hands bloody when he healed the ear of the guy that had his ear chopped up. Yep. He shed his blood when he went to Calvary on the cross. Now that was the ultimate shedding of blood. 
And guess what? At that point, it looked like Christ had lost the battle. And the people around him got scared. They turned around and like, oh my gosh, our savior is dead. Mm -hmm. And they were filled with despair. They turned away. They walked, head hung, head hung low. And they all, they scattered. Yeah. The Bible doesn't even say they, the, the Bible says they scattered. So those guys were missing. They, they were all, I'm out. So, but no one talks about that. What we talk about is Jesus went to, Jesus went to the grave and he rose from the dead. And, yep. and yeah, that is true. That is fact. That is what happened. But let's go back and look at what the people that were around him experienced. Let's look at what Jesus experienced because the Bible does not tell us that he did not experience pain. Dying on the cross was still a painful death. When, um, when they've talked about crucifixion, the, the, the whole thing of your body not being able to hold, hold its weight, so mm. you start to suffocate to death. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was a painful death. Then you're bleeding because you're holding your hands through some nails and, and the nails on your feet. That's a painful death. But mm -hmm. we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. We talk about the, the, the sweet bit at the end, the good bit at the end, the, the prize that came at the end, the glory at the end. Yep. Are we willing, are we really willing, if we want to be, we say, what will Jesus do? Well, Jesus went to the cross. Jesus went through the pain. Jesus prayed till he sweat blood. Are you willing to do what Jesus did? Because sometimes that is the pain and that is the battle that you have to go through to get to your purpose, to fulfill your purpose. It's not an easy walk. It's the road less traveled. It's the road that is full of thorns. It's the road that's got, you're walking uphill with a hundred pounds on your back and you walk in on glass. Yeah. Are you ready to take that walk? Uh -huh. Because if you're not, the Bible says, don't put your hands on the plow. It's better for you not to put your hands on the plow than to take them off. It's, it says it's better for you to have a millstone tied to your neck and thrown in the lake. That's a serious analogy that, that Jesus, that, that's drawn up there. That's the importance of this. So it's so important that we don't get wrapped up in looking at the gifts of others, wishing we had the gifts of others, because we don't know the pain of others. We don't know the struggles of others. We don't know what they've been through to get to that point. We need to be ready to face our own battles, face our own situations where it feels like we are injured or we've taken an L and learn to push through those so that we can hit our purpose and walk in our purpose. So all of us say, because we almost at our time, and we've been doing better, <laughs> we've been doing better, but I so <laughs> when you were when you were talking, what what came to my mind because we talked about the pain of purpose, which you just talked about was the price of purpose. Ooh, that's next week's topic, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> that's what came to me when you were talking about like the, the price, price of purpose. Of purpose. The wow. Price of purpose. Yeah. So, 
Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so this is Mr. Day signing off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So as we get ready to wrap up today, uh, from Battle Ready, <laughs> it 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 has been a uh, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey today. Uh, wow. It's been so much stuff. Uh, yeah. David, you were saying some stuff today. I, I, I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I, I, I couldn't take notes as much as I wanted to because I know you said a lot of good stuff. Man, <laughs> some stuff I didn't want to receive in real time. So I'm like, yeah, I just, I just want to, I just want to receive this as it's coming to me. So, bro, you said some stuff that took me to different places, places that I wasn't even ready to go. Yeah. So. Yeah, but. It, it, it's it's been yeah. Every every time we get out here and do it, it's good. I didn't really know exactly where we were gonna go. I yeah. knew I knew where I wanted to start, but I didn't know where we were gonna go. And the end part that was some something that I didn't I didn't know we were gonna get into. But they yeah. set it up for next week. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess I guess it's the time to do our uh, you know our <laughs> social media drops and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, so if you want to keep up with me, you can hit me up on Instagram, on Twitter. So at DY Daily on Instagram, at DY Daily on Twitter. You can catch me on Facebook. Just uh, search for um, at Daily Perspective. You can go to the uh, website www.dailyperspective.co.uk. And as as we always say, we are on all your uh, podcast platforms and on YouTube. Keep following us, keep um, watching us, subscribe and like the videos. We'd appreciate that. You know, give us a, give us that thumbs up and hit that subscribe button, hit the bell for the notifications. Uh, We post every Friday at 9am and that's the podcast and the YouTube drop they both drop at 9 a.m on a friday um and that's uk time so gmt uh mr oh sorry <laughs> dr dr johnson give us give us your socials hi <laughs> uh, well, you know i know man <laughs> but uh but uh, uh email info at iprogresscc.com uh you can check us out at, at iprogresscc on facebook instagram uh, and our progress on YouTube. Uh, we do our Facebook lives every two, every Monday, excuse me, Monday and Thursday at 12, 12 noon Central Standard Time. Uh, and definitely catch them. I know David catches them a lot when he can. Uh, we yeah. had a great one yesterday. Uh, we talked about living like you are forgiven. Uh, and it, it was, Ah, it was good. It was just good. So we're doing a part two to that. So the part two to that one on Thursday is gonna be. uh, Let me see. I wrote it down. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what it is. It is. Um, I I got a a basic framework. It's gonna be like um, when is my term up? So we kind of talked about when, when, when is it time to let go? Past hurts or pain. When, when you when you're Trump, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn is on now. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. Oh, so, man. 
definitely uh, catch that. Um, and I think that's about it. Hopefully soon, those Facebook Lives that we do on Monday and Thursday will then be Life's Classroom, which will be yeah. a podcast that we'll put up so we can get more people uh, involved with that and kind of get the message out to people because we people that watch it on Facebook they enjoy it we enjoy it uh, we get a lot of good feedback we wanted to sh- want to share it with more people and um, and yeah I think that's that's it for me uh, right cool. now <laughs> cool 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 so once again people we want to thank you for tuning in uh, for listening to us we appreciate it we are Man, I, this has been an episode that has, I feel tired, physically tired, because I put I put a lot of myself into that, and I know Terrence did as well, so <laughs> this has actually been, this is, it's been a, a good, a really, really good podcast for me. Um, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, like I said, uh, right at the beginning, I feel like I'm always battling um, so a lot of this spoke to me from such a good place. Yeah. Um, but what we want to do, as we always do, is remind you that Christianity is a personal walk and a relationship between you and God. You are not and will not and never will be perfect, but that's okay. God loves you and wants you to come just as you are. His grace covers all. Live free from condemnation and do not crucify yourself be renewed by the grace of God through Christ Jesus and become who you were created to be. So with that said, I want to thank you all, remind you all to be safe, take care of yourselves, wear your mask, don't fall for the okie doke. Because that corona real. Rona is out here getting people. So it's real. Um, Take care of yourselves, protect yourselves, wear your mask, wash your hands, do what you've got to do, look after yourselves and your family. Uh, we want to tell you we love you, God loves you, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace. All right.